welcome to episode 23 of Find Your Light, the podcast that helps women plus in theater take center stage in lives they love. I am your host, Emily Stamets, and I'm coming at you today with another episode of The Green Room, which is my free group coaching session. This session in particular is focused on the question, why we love to start things, especially us as artistic people, creative people, theatrical people, we love starting new projects. And then we get like ish halfway through and all of a sudden working on it feels like all, all of the levels of hell all at the same time. And we sort of fizzle out and, and find it really difficult to keep going. So that's the question that we're answering, starting with a really fun story about me trapped on top of a very tiny platform, very high up in the sky. Uh, I hope you enjoy the story and I hope that the strategies involved here that I talk about are helpful for you. If you have questions about how to apply these to your own life, please never hesitate to reach out. You can reach me anytime, emily at emilystamets.com, and I look forward to hearing from you. All right, without any further ado, here is the green room session from August. What is it? I'm looking at my calendar. Um, August 16th, 2019. Enjoy. Okay, great. We're live in both places. Perfect. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the green room. I'm Emily Stamets, uh, coach, life and leadership coach for Women Plus in Theater and leaders in the arts across the world. I'm very happy to be here back from my vacation. First day back, got home late last night. Um, definitely going to go take a nap right after this because all of the things, because all the things. And look, at, I have this like really gnarly bruise, which is, it's not really gnarly, it's semi-gnarly. Um, but I'm going to tell you how I got that bruise in just a minute because it's part of the story. What we're talking about today is the struggle of when you start a new thing and when you first start it, you're super excited about it and everything's great and you show up like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed to every session that you're there to work on it and you're excited and you think about it every day and you want to work on it all the time and then all of a sudden, you've gotten to the point where it's kind of started, you can see where it's going to go and suddenly it's hard. And you feel like it's a challenge and it's a sludge and it's kind of scary and it all feels icky and you would just really rather watch Netflix. But it's like a week ago, I was so excited and I didn't want to put this thing down and it was all I wanted to do all for the entire rest of my life. So what happened? Well, what we're going to talk about today is exactly what happened and what to do about it. Um, And I have a really fun story for you today. All right. So here is the story that I have for you. I was just on vacation, and one of the things that we did is we went to Montreal, Canada. Beautiful city, a lot of great food. It was a fun place to be. And one of the things that they have there is it's a port city. So there's a big port there. And in the old port during the summertime, when it's not like 18 feet of snow on the ground, they have a place called Wall and Wall, which is, I think it translates to sailing on the sails. What it is, is it is a ginormous pirate ship shaped ropes course that is, there's like, I think 12 different courses in it and you just have to show up and like give them money and then they hook you into a harness and you have free range of this amazing ropes course. And you can choose whether you do the easy ones or you do the hard ones. There's like a fun little zip line middle. Um, and these things are like huge. They're like four stories up. So we've got the first floor where there's people just walking. And then there's probably, I think, four more levels above that. 
we got there and I was like, that looks so cool. The heights are really scary for me. That is the thing that I should do. Why I thought that was a good idea. I cannot tell you, but I did. Um, so my husband and I decided to do it. So we booked our reservations. Funny story. We booked reservations, uh, paid online cause you save 5% or whatever. If you pay online, got ourselves all, I was like in my leggings, like had everything ready to go, walked out the door. It was pouring rain. So we're like, we should probably change our reservation. So we did it the next day instead. Um, show up, get all harnessed in, have our really sweet bright orange helmets on. And we decided to jump to the one of the hardest courses. So there's like green, blue, and a black diamond, and then a double black diamond, just like in skiing. We're like, let's do a black diamond course. We've done ropes courses before. We're strong people. We work out. We've got this. So we go in and we, we do the diamond course and it starts with like a zip line. And then there's like these gnarly, like, um, like just logs hanging on ropes that like swing back and forth that you're supposed to walk across. I don't know how they think people are supposed to do this, but you like walk across these ropes. There's like all these little, like, like rope ladder situations that you have to walk across. There's things that you have to like, cl- there's like a rope ladder. This is how I got this. Cause there's like a, just a huge, like rope, um, like a, like a fish, like a net, right. A rope net. I don't know what that's called, but like you would see on a ship and you're supposed to like walk across it, but this thing is like 20 feet long. So I was like hugging on for dear life. So you go across this thing and you do all these things and there's all these different obstacles. And each one is maybe, um, like 10 to maybe 20 feet long. And there's this whole series of maybe like 15, maybe probably not 20, maybe 15 different obstacles that you go on in this one course. So we do it, we start it. The first bit of it was a zip line, which always um, scares me half to death. So I was like, great, I'm just going to go for it and like jump off as fast as I can. And I like threw my arms in the air. I was like, I'm just going to embrace this experience and do the things and we're just going to do it. So we did the first course. Great. Perfect. And it, we're like, oh man, that was like hard, but it was kind of awesome. We're like dripping in sweat. This is great. Let's go do another one. So we go and we're like, oh, this, I want to do this blue one. It's a little bit easier, but the line was super long um, because there was a whole bunch of kids there. Part of this thing is that it is, there's like no age limit, I don't think. Um, maybe it's like five or something, but there's all these like six year old, seven year old, eight year old kids just like rocking this freaking four story tall rope scores, which is amazing to watch. So that was part of it. I was like, oh, if they could do that, I could do that, right? They're walking across those crazy logs hanging on ropes. I can do that. Um, so there's this huge line of like small ones waiting in line for the blue course, but there's no one in line for the double black diamond. We're like, great. Well, we did a black diamond. We survived. We did the double black diamond. Like, how much harder can it actually be? (laughs) So we're waiting in line for this black diamond. And we really should have known when it took a while for us to get hooked in and started because someone had made it like two obstacles in and got stuck and then had to come backwards to get out of it. And we had to wait for them to come back before we could start. So I should have just known right off the bat there. So start the double black diamond course. Um, and it's got cool stuff on it. Like we walk across more logs and there's like, um, there's these like just cut out planks with like shapes cut out of them, like cookie cutters. And you have to like crawl across the cookie cutter shapes. And then there's a skateboard that's like on these cables and you have to like get on the skateboard and like swing across on this cable. It's like all these really cool things. And then we ended up on, and in between each, this is important, in between each obstacle is a platform that's like, there's a giant pole, like a ship's mast, and then a platform that's maybe like 12 inches deep all the way around. So your foot fits on it with maybe like, you know, a couple inches hanging off the tip of your foot if you're just like backed right up against the pole. 
So we're, you know, I get like maybe halfway through this double black diamond course and it's challenging. I'm sweating. My arms are getting tired. All of that is true. But we had to wait a bit because someone had gotten a little bit tangled in one of the ropes. And so we had to wait for them to get untangled. And I'm standing there on this pole. And all of a sudden, this terror just sweeps over me. And I was like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. There's no way. There's no way. Like I am incapable of putting myself out there into the air on like a log swinging off of a rope. Um, I'm going to die, right? Like all of these things are coming to my brain. I am going to fall to my death below and probably crush a small person on my way. Um, I, if I don't fall to my death, my harness is going to catch me, but it's like going to crunch all of my lady bits and I'm never going to have an orgasm again. Um, I'm going to break a leg. Um, or the worst possible thing that could happen is that I'm going to get stuck. And then one of those 20 year old kids in a red shirt is going to have to come out here and rescue me somehow and like get me back down this thing. So all of these things are all of a sudden like flooding into my head that had not even occurred to me until I was standing on the platform, literally in the middle of this course. And this is what we're talking about today is why that happens. I had already done a whole course. I had already done half of this course. And all of a sudden, if you you had asked me to put down money, I would have put down $10,000 that there was no way that I could make it to the end of the course. I was like, nope, not going to make it. This is totally impossible. I am incapable of this. I swear on it. Um, and then, you know, my brain's coming up with all of these things that like all the terrible things that could happen that I had not even considered up until this point. That is a thing that happens. We start things. We're excited about them. They are fun. Like I had been thinking about this ropes course since the second I saw it. I was like, I want to do that. It's the only thing I care about doing in the city. We are going to do it. It's going to be so great. I'm super excited. I had been looking forward to it. Um, even like when I got started, I was like, okay, great. It's a little bit scary, but I'm still going to do it. You know, I'm going to like just push through and do the things and grab the ropes and walk on the logs and do all the stuff. I'd been so excited. And then all of a sudden I hit that point where I was like, just terrified and just completely completely sure in my belief that I was incapable of finishing. This happens in ropes courses, but it also happens when we are like writing a book, starting a business, um, learning a new dance, doing a show, designing something. This happens all the time. And it's normal and natural. Of course it is. The problem is when we let ourselves stay in that place of terror and that place of stopping, and we don't get to the end, okay? I absolutely was like, I'm just going to live the rest of my life up on this platform. <laughs> I will see you later. I'm just going to live uh, like on this tiny 12-inch thing in uh, you know, 40 feet up in Montreal for the rest of my life because there's no way I'm getting down from here. Same thing with all of us, right? I'm going to live the rest of my life with my book half written. I'm going to live the rest of my life with this business idea in my brain and never execute it. I'm going to live the rest of my life with the show halfway finished, but like never actually done. And that is a problem because in that case, when we quit, we are not putting into the world the thing that we were put here to build, the thing that we were put here to create. And then the world misses out on all of those beautiful creations that we should be putting forth, right? Okay, so why does it happen? Let's talk about why, then we'll talk about what to do about it. Make myself comfortable. (laughs) 
<laughs> Honestly, like those, the red shirt kids were, they were awesome, but man, I did not want to have to go through like having to call and be like, Hey, 18 year old. They were so young. Hey, 18 year old, someone come help me get off of this thing. I don't know. Like all, honestly, all they could have done was like, help me get to the end. There was nothing that anyone could have done for me in that moment, but I was so sure. Um, what I did was I took a deep breath and I took the first step. And once I sort of like gotten through the point, I was like, I am really scared right now. And all of a sudden it's hard, but I'm going to do it anyways, because I want to get home, right? I know that there's a glass of wine waiting for me on the other end of this. (laughs) So I'm going to finish. I'm going to push through. So here are some of the reasons that this happens, that we get swept up with this terror and this complete belief that we can't finish the thing. The first one is that it is hard, right? You've already put all of this time and effort and energy into the thing It's a creative thing. Typically, it's something that's never existed before in the world. It's not something that there's a checklist or a roadmap to do. And you have to figure it out. And so far, you've already figured out half of it. And that's taxing. That's challenging. On the ropes course, my arms were legitimately tired. My hands were sore. Um, You know, my body was shaking a little bit. I had been like an hour and a half up in the air pulling myself through the world just on my arms, right? I was tired. So it is legitimately, truly more challenging on the back end of things to finish because you're tired. So that is totally normal. Um, Give yourself grace around that and recognize that. Recognize that you may need to take the next couple of steps a little bit slower or take a break or rejuvenate in some way and make sure that you're re-energizing yourself. Number two, um, (laughs) at this point, you've, okay, so when you start a thing, you're like, oh, this is new and exciting. And it's so, it's going to be so much fun. And I'm just going to do it. And like, you can just throw everything you've got at this thing. But once you're halfway in, all of a sudden you've invested, you've invested time and energy. And so now you are invested in the outcome. Whereas at the beginning, before you've invested anything, It doesn't matter what happens, right? It can fail. It can be a complete disaster. It can turn into something completely different than what you thought it would be. And it's going to be fine because you haven't put anything into it yet. But halfway in, now you've spent a few weeks or months or years building this thing and trying and telling people about it and and investing in it. And now the outcome suddenly matters. And that is where the fear comes from is when all of a sudden you're like, oh, I thought I was doing really really well on this thing, but what if I'm not? That's really scary. Like for me, I was like, I thought I was doing really well on this ropes course, but like, what if I fall now? (laughs) Right? Like I've done like some really hard ones. I've, I've did one really hard one. I've done half of the super hardest one. And what if I fall now? That'll be even more embarrassing somehow because I know that I'm capable and now I'm just going to embarrass myself even more. Like totally illogical, right? But that's, that's the thing that happens. Okay. Then because of that investment and that, um, yeah, it, because of the emotional and the time and the energy investment you've got in the thing, ego can kick in and we start to experience resistance. Okay. So first of all, ego is the thing that's like, hey, don't fail. That's going to be super terrible. And you might die. Your tribe might kick you out. You're going to die alone in the woods. So ego kicks in. But also, resistance is what keeps us emotionally 
in the same space, in the same size. So you can think of your, like your emotional life as a bubble. And we're comfortable with this much happiness. We're comfortable with this much joy or this much ecstasy or this much growth. And when we push beyond that, when we grow faster than that, or we become more joyful than that, or we experience more happiness than we're used to in a certain amount of time, resistance can push back and keep us smaller to keep us the same size of happy that we're used to being. Right. So on the ropes course, I was like, this is so great. And I'm flying across the world and everything's fantastic. And then all of a sudden my brain was like too much happy, right? This is too much fun. We got to stop. Something's got to change here. Um, so it kicks in to be like, Hey, stay, stay the same size. Cause that's what we're used to. Resistance, totally natural, totally normal as with everything, but we have to grow past it. Okay. And grow bigger than it. So much. All right. So here's what to do about it. I have a few specific tips that I want to share. Number one, and these are all very ropes course based. So bear with me. Number one, look back at what you've already done on that ropes course. I was like, these things in front of me are very hard and I've never done them before. But if I turn around on this tiny little platform that I'm on 40 feet up in the air, um, I can look back and see all of the hard things I've already done that I had never done before five minutes ago, right? Half an hour ago, 90 minutes ago, I'd never done any of this before. So let me look back and just see and prove to myself again that I can do things that are challenging and things that I've never done before. I can create my own roadmap. So look back. This is why celebrating our accomplishments is so important to do on a regular basis. Because the more we can look back and be like, oh, yes, I did that, the more we're building the belief in ourselves that we can do hard things because you've already done some hard things. Okay. Yes, you may not have done the specific hard things that are in front of you, but you know that you can tackle challenges and stuff you've never done before. Number two, and this is really speaking to the it's actually hard thing, is to take a break. Do what you need to do to rejuvenate. When we're really... I know for me in particular, probably many of you also, when we're really excited about a thing, there's a tendency to pour everything into it. When it's new, it's exciting, it's the honeymoon phase, yada, yada. And we put all of our energy into it. We spend 18 hours a day on it. We think about it in all of our free time and we forget to maintain some of our self-care habits. We forget to... Oh, right. Like talk to a friend every once in a while, go for a walk, drink some water. So do the things you need to do to keep your body and your mind and your spirit healthy. Take a break from the thing. Take a week off if you need to, if, if you can, if it's not like a work-related thing, take a week off, take a day off, have a day. Like I love to take um, Sundays in particular and turn my phone off and completely unplug on a Sunday so that even if I'm thinking about stuff, I can't actually do anything. I find that to be very helpful. Um, but you know, just like back off from the project for a minute. The other really nice thing about that is it starts to move the problem solving part of things into your subconscious instead of into your conscious mind. And our subconscious is much more creative than our conscious mind. So if you're at a place where you're like, oh, I'm not really sure like which direction to go or what, what needs to come next, step away from it, do something else for a while. And then when you come back to it, I guarantee your subconscious will have filled in a lot of those gaps. Uh, number three and four are really good theatrical ones. Number three is to raise the stakes. 
I was stuck on a pole, (laughs) right? I had no choice. The only options that were open to me were to move forward or to disrupt everyone and try to move backwards, which means that everyone behind me also would have had to go backwards. These were like dire circumstances. I literally, if I had not moved forward or backwards, I would have spent my life on the pole. I would still be on that pole today if I hadn't done something. The stakes were high. I did not have a choice. There was no, like, there was no repelling off of this thing. There was no way to lower myself down. It was either move forward or disrupt everyone and go backwards. Do that with your project. Raise the stakes. Tell somebody else about it. Make sure that other people are involved, are impacted. Make sure that that there's, like, for me, animals are huge too. Maybe there's an animal involved that really needs this thing to happen. When the stakes are high, we get shit done. Okay, so whatever that means for you in your particular situation, again, like I'm not sure exactly what project you're stuck on, um, but whatever it is, raise the stakes and make it into a situation where you don't have a choice but to finish. Which leads us directly into number four. um, How many designs would never have gotten finished and how many lines would never have gotten learned unless there was an opening night on the calendar, right? Put an opening night on the calendar, whatever that means for you. That is the date that you send a chapter to people to read. That is the date that you have a party to celebrate the business plan. That is the date that you uh, literally open the show. Create some sort of opening night with a deadline, with people who are coming, with some sort of, again, some sort of stakes behind it so that you have a reason to get off of that pole and to get yourself unstuck raise the stakes, put a deadline on it. Okay. All of those things should help, uh, wherever you are stuck. But again, if you would like my specific help, um, in a private coaching setting on specific personalized strategies to what you are working on, please consider, um, signing up for the three weeks to unquit package, which is two ninety seven for three weeks of support from me and personalized strategies and all of the accountability that you need. I can be your opening night. Happy to do that for you. Um, or talk to me about other private coaching packages at emilystamets.com slash coaching. Okay. Now I'm going to open up the floor for your questions and, um, dilemmas and thoughts about this. So we have a couple people on zoom. All right, Kristen, what's up? Hi. Hi. Um, I, I can really relate to a lot of the stuff that you're saying. It's been super helpful. Um, I'm in the, I know I'm in like the middle phase of the project. So like the entry stuff has already been done and the excitement. And so now I'm trying to figure out, but I know um, it's not time yet to, to leap or to have like the, I know I'm in the like learning, fact finding, building up resources, making connections, all that stuff. So it's hard to stay motivated when you know, we're not at the end yet and the end won't be here for a while. So what do you do in that? Like just to keep yourself going when you know you've got a ways to go. Yeah. And you're kind of in the slog right now where it's maybe not as fun anymore. So you don't have the excitement to drive you forward. That's where I would go to raising the stakes. It has to be important enough to keep you going through the hard and boring and awful parts. So whatever that means, um, I'm very deadline driven. So deadlines are helpful for me. Um, and external accountability is helpful for me. So I might be like, um, have an accountability partner that 
on this date, I will have this piece of the puzzle done and I can show it to you. Or I can at least check in with you about where my progress is. That's very helpful to me. Um, I mean, honestly, like think about all of the other hard things. You've done a lot of hard things. Think about all the other hard things that you've done. What has gotten you through like school when it was boring? What has gotten you through... You've already built a business. What's gotten you through that when it was boring? Um... Well, I guess the the business one, there were always deadlines. So that helped too. And they were always like, things were always changing. So it it wasn't the, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, yeah, I guess like having things constantly change definitely helped. There was always one more thing to work on and a new deadline and new whatever. Um, I also have the the voice that constantly says like the doubting voice. So so now we're in like in the middle slug or, you know, the, the, whatever the middle part and there's the voice that says like, mm, this is maybe isn't such a great idea or you're never going to get this off the ground or um, financially you can't afford to have a job and have this side project. And then, and if you're never going to put enough time towards the side project and you don't have money to put towards the side project, it's never going to get off the ground. And so what do you do for that? When you have that voice that's constantly saying like, mm, this is a lot of time and energy on something that's probably not ever going to work out or mm-hmm. I love to yes and that voice. So yes, it might not work out and I'm still going to do it anyways. Yes, it might be a total disaster and I'm going to do this next step anyways. I find that to be really helpful because then it's like you're... Because what's happening is those voices are all the little like, um, um, like inner critics and all of the little personalities that you've picked up along the way. It sounds like you're a crazy person inside. You're not a crazy person, but it's all the doubts and all the fears, but it's also all of the wisdom that you've gained from past failures. So it's really important to listen to them and then also speak to them. So you don't want to ignore all of those concerns, um, but you do want to be like, yeah, you're right. It might fail. You're right. I might not have enough time. You're right. Like I might lose a lot of money. Yes. All of those things might happen but it's still worth doing. I still believe in it, right? It's important because... So kind of have your big like why ready to go when those voices pop up. <clears throat> um, and then the other thing is to just remember that that is wisdom. Um, when For me, when those voices crop up, like you don't have enough time or you're not prepared enough or you know it's going to fail, then I'm like, oh yeah, okay, great. So what I need to do is carve out more space in my schedule, done, or I need to spend more time practicing done. Um, and so kind of listen as those, as those concerns come up and think, is this a valid concern and what can I do about it? Okay. Cause they can be smart. Sometimes they're irrational, but sometimes they are actually like logical fears, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. Is that helpful? Yeah. Good. So yeah. Thanks for asking. Cool. Sandra, did you have anything to ask today? What's up? Yes. Um, so I, I know Kristen's inner critic very well. I have my own version of it. Um, I think for me, my big thing, if once I'm in the middle of something, it's always the temptation of other things. Mm-hmm. It's always the, you know, once what I'm doing is kind of turning, well, tough and not as exciting anymore, then I kind of look around and then I, oh, shiny. Now let's, let's try that. You know, that looks like much more fun than what I'm doing right now. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's the part for me then where then I have, I don't know how many different, like even notebooks I have that I started and I 
you know, I tried to do a bullet journal or whatever journal, and then 20 pages in, I bought a new wood notebook. Yep. Um, same. I love to have multiple projects going. I just realized that I had my headphones in and so people on Facebook couldn't hear your questions. I apologize. Um, I will share the recording of this so everyone can hear the, all of the voices. Um, same with being excited about shiny new things. That is where having a deadline and external accountability. If you, if you respond well to external accountability, um, use it. If you respond to internal accountability, use it. But having a deadline is really valuable. Um, I also personally like to give myself permission to follow those trails of excitement and energy. Um, as long as there's a, like a good reason and a deadline to come back to the original thing, because we, as creative people, that creative urge and energy is really powerful. And the last thing that we want to do is stifle it, right? You don't want to be like, Oh, I'm excited about, um, Let's talk about knitting because I know you're a knitter. Um, oh, like I started designing this cowl, but now I'm excited about this other idea that I had to design. I don't want you to stifle the second design because you're like, no, but I have to do the first design because then it turns into like a job job um, and it turns into an obligation and you can lose some of the creative spark and the fun of it. So give yourself permission to be like, okay, great. I'm excited about this other thing. Let me spend the, you know, the one hour that I've got today on the new thing. And then tomorrow I'll come back to the original. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you think that would be helpful or do you think that's not the best approach for you? Well, I think in, in something like the knitting, definitely. In in the, the, the different designs, I see that I kind of jump from thing to thing. But I think it's, for me right now, even I don't even feel like I'm bigger picture in the middle of something, but I'm more like looking for a direction for me. Mm -hmm. Where do I big picture want to go and it feels like I take like two steps in the direction and go nah. next direction two steps and mm. and then yeah I, I just feel like I'm I'm going in a lot of different directions without making progress anywhere mm -hmm. does it feel like any of those directions were the right direction I I think if they were, I would pro probably be able to answer that question, right? Yeah. So, no. Yeah. So, what it sounds to me is that your path is just a little squiggly right now. Hmm. And that's fine. It's better to follow those intuitions at this point than it would be to be like, no, I have to stick to the one thing that isn't interesting anymore because of some, like, arbitrary rule about finishing things or something. Okay. So give yourself permission to not finish things every now and then as well. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Especially when you're in that exploratory phase and you're not like right now, you're, it's not like you're like, Oh, I am really clear about where I want to go and what I want to do. That's when you kick into strategy and say, these are the steps to get me there. Right. And then you readjust the steps as you do that, but you have to have that roadmap or you have to have that plan first. Right now you don't have that goal point right now it's just like let me wander and figure out what it is that I want and, and how I want to create that so you have to give yourself that space to do the wandering I'm doing like very funny hand movements <laughs> you can see <laughs> yeah I can yeah okay yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense thank you you're welcome so I give you permission to just do the things that are fun right now 
until you find the one thing you're like, this is so fun. I want to do it for reals. Then we buckle down and start taking those steps. Okay. Makes sense. Then I will call it for today. Thank you guys so much for showing up um, for my ridiculous story about being stuck on a platform. <laughs> it was really fun. I highly recommend it if you're in Montreal. Um, it was absolutely a fun thing to do, but gosh, that moment of just like, I was like, I'm gonna be stuck on this pole for the rest of my life. Um, so thank you for bearing with me for that story and also for showing up for yourself and investing this time and energy in your own growth and your own forward movement. Yes. All right. Cool. So until next time, you guys, I love you and enjoy your show. Bye.